Hey there, and welcome to the Board Game Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Nick Angiers, and today is a very special episode because I'm not here alone. We have our very first ep- guest on the episode. His name is Chris Cormier. Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks very much. Uh, thanks for having me. Awesome. So, uh, Chris is the founder of and designer at Geeky Goodies. Now, this is a website where you can go. If you love board games and you want to get t-shirts or mugs about board games, this is the place to go. Chris is going to tell us all about that, but before we get into that, Chris, what's your origin story? (laughs) My origin story? Well, I was bit by a radioactive spider that liked board games. As a kid, I played all kinds of board games. I was a kid who had tons of board games on the street. I played games... I remember the ones that stood out were... Masterpiece. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm. Masterpiece was about buying and selling uh, pieces of art, like like a really boring game for like a nine-year-old kid, but I loved it. Who's It was another one that I thought mm. was really good. I think you had to guess who had committed a crime or, or something like that. And Payday, Payday with its art it just really, really appealed to me. And those ones really stuck. We played a lot of different games as a kid, as a family. From there, I got into Dungeons and Dragons as a teenager. Uh, played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, my cousin and I, uh, we played different versions. Uh, we He created a... Uh, a hockey version of Dungeons and Dragons with fighting and, and ice and teams and, and then it just sort of faded away. I played video games. It was sort of a really solitary experience. And then one day uh, my wife made a new friend and they said, hey, you know, we, do, would you like to try this game that we have? And, and we have some dispute about what the first game was. And uh, But we know that the first three were Ticket to Ride, uh, Battlestar Galactica and the downfall of Pompeii. And, uh, those three, for sure, that that sort of trinity right there got us hooked, and definitely got me hooked. And it's been all board gaming since then. There's always so much more, to, more, more games to learn, more mechanics, new games, but also more people. It's just. That's the part of the hobby that really interests me the most is just meeting new people, introducing people to uh, to new games, mm-hmm. uh, to games that they haven't played, or, or someone will say, you know, even friends that are gamers, they'll be like, oh, I really wanted to try that game. Like, that just gets me excited. What do you do for your work? Uh, well, I'm a graphic designer. Uh, yeah, that's been fun. I've really enjoyed it, but um, I don't know how long ago. It's Geeky Goodies has been six or seven. I started it basically as a creative outlet. I wanted to do something that was driven by me. I would think of the idea, I would create it, and I would be the one that decides what gets changed and what happens as opposed to when you work for someone else. They're always, you know, well, can we make this a little bigger and that a little smaller and flip this on its side. You know, it's my job to make it look good, but it's always not always something that I agree with. Uh, Geeky Goodies was a chance for me to do that, for me to take my passion and the thing that I love, which is board gaming, and to make it fun and, and to be creative with it and make it my own and make it be something that is just for me. And wow, has it ever grown and exploded. It's been amazing. We've gotten really, really, really amazing support from people online from all over the world it's been amazing totally unexpected and just exciting and thrilling and humbling everything it's been great that's great that's exactly what this show is about is people like you and me who love board games and we have other skills we want to combine those to 
make into a business that we can call our own, be our own gatekeeper, you know, and it can be a creative outlet. Tell us about the early days of Geeky Goodies. Uh, was it tough at first? Obviously the, the web design was something that you probably started with and that was kind of a comfort zone, but getting out there into the wild and selling products that didn't exist previously, uh, what was that like? Yeah, there was definitely a lot less uh, competition, a lot less t-shirt designers when we started. Uh, we started actually on Zazzle, which is a print-on-demand, print-supply website. And that was really just a way for me to easily and quickly test the market to see if there was any interest. There was, and it grew. And uh, from there, you know, we decided to take it off Zazzle for the most part and put it onto our website. So was it hard at the beginning? I have to say, certainly there was a lot less sales, mm -hmm. but the reaction that I got was nothing but positive. Saying, hey, look what I got. And there's no real drama there at all. It was only how much time and effort that I could put into it was how much you know it would pay off in mm -hmm. terms of creativity in terms of what I wanted to accomplish in terms of sales we've done a few different cons where we had tables mm -hmm. and we had a guy come up and he said you know I uh, saw your stuff when I lived overseas and I wanted to meet you and mm. I saw that you were going to be here and I made sure that I came and I bought a ticket and I wanted to shake your hand and it was just like I'm, I'm just me I don't know like it was amazing <laughs> it really was amazing it, and that, that kind of reaction has been outstanding and, and a little baffling, but also, mm. like I said, humbling. Yeah, you don't really expect that kind of thing starting out. You just do it because it feels right. Okay. Yeah, I've got one burning question. So other than taking a cut, was there another main reason why you made the switch from a print-on-demand platform like Zazzle or nowadays Redbubble, Teespring, and decided to do it all on your own? Because that's a lot more work up front, right? And also yeah. um, on the upkeep. So what made you decide to go that way? Well, my main reason was I wanted to um, have ownership of the, of the customers. I wanted to uh, have more control over the product that was being created and the quality of it. I wanted to have more control over the customer service side of what, uh, what we do. What? happens with places like Redbubble. If you buy from them, you're the customer of that company, the artist who is doing the artwork. They're producing it for you, they're arranging payment, they are you know, doing customer service, hopefully very well, on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And for that, they take a, a, you know, a significant portion of the sale and that keeps them going and, and lets you focus on what you want to do, which is design. We felt really strongly that we just wanted to step into that side of it and, and take our customers and do our best to make sure that they were happy and, and that the quality was good of what we were doing. The next thing I want to ask is, what is your process in terms of automation and are you spending a lot of time on it, more than you were before, or do you always plan to, to be very hands-on with it? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I want to be really hands-on, so where we are now, obviously we are you know, in a remote location, we're in a small town, Bob Cajun, Ontario, uh, so we're a little less uh, hands-on than we were. We are using different suppliers. Uh, we've recently switched to a, a new supplier that I like a lot. So I would say that uh, we've seen growth every year, like we've seen uh, mm -hmm. sales go up, we've seen, uh, you know, traditionally the, the slow time is sort of January to 
to May. And we've seen those non-peak times go up quite a bit year over year. Uh, definitely our busy time is sort of October to, you know, uh, mid to late December. Yep. That is still the case, but we've definitely seen growth that way. So when a sale comes in uh, and it prints on demand, do you have to do anything in the interim or does it automatically go to your distributor? I uh, handle each order in okay. between uh, and I will take that order in and then I'll manually do it. There are certain operations that will let you do it automated. They do get an automated response from our website that, you know, that's something that we were typed in that said, you know, thank you so much for your order, we're working on it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, as, as the process goes along, they'll get an email from us, uh, from me, saying, you know, your order shipped, or, or there's a delay, or this is what's happening, or here's your tracking number, that kind of thing. So you want to stay in touch with the process yourself. You don't want it to be completely automated or more automated than it is now. I don't think so. Not right now, anyway. It works pretty well like this. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm happy with the way it works. Um, you don't have to carry any inventory. Yeah, don't have to carry any inventory. Mm -hmm. I should say that. Geeky Goodies is all printed on the map. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're That's not dealing with managing stock or storage or that kind of thing. Um, we do have a small number of shirts that we do have, or product of shirts and mugs and posters that we have on hand here. But for the most part, that is for the non-COVID time events that we mm -hmm. would do. And those are really just a an opportunity for people to see what we do and the quality of the shirt. Sometimes they want to try it on or, or something like that, okay. but not so much to take it to, and, and take it home. It's more to place an order. So doing cons, the booths at cons is more of like a marketing part of your business? Yeah, for sure. We haven't done much of it. We've, we've done uh, a couple local ones in Toronto. Next one is, do you have any advice for other board game entrepreneurs just starting out who want to make their passion for board games more than just a hobby? Yeah, I guess I do. I would say that you want to do some, do some research. The other thing, I guess, in terms of advice is I would say um, social media, to use that as, as much as you can. And it's, a, it's an inexpensive way and an innovative way to get your product or service out to your chosen community. Let's wrap this up. My last question is a fun one. What awesome thing would you like to give a shout out to? Like, have you been watching any show or movie or reading any book? Or playing any game that you just think is really cool and you're excited about it and you want to recommend it to people? I'm an avid reader. I read a lot of science fiction. For the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the book that I'm reading now. It's about a bunch of clones that have woken up on a ship. And it is called The Six Wakes 
by Murr Lafferty, and, and I'm loving every, every single minute of it. Yeah, so Chris, thanks for joining us. This has been great. Uh, where can people find you, and is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about Geeky Goodies? Uh, sure. Uh, thank you very much. This has been fun. For people who don't know, we sell t-shirts, we sell mugs, we sell posters, uh, long sleeve shirts, uh, women's tanks, ladies tank tops, face masks. We are trying to work with more artists um, and do more generally geeky things, I guess I would say. You and I have uh, started working together. You've come to me with uh, a number of different designs mm-hmm. and we've put them up on Geeky Goodies mm-hmm. and um, we, you know, handle the uh, the sales and the production and the customer service end of it and uh, we split the profits and uh, you know, share the promotion of the product together. If there are other people who are artists who have some artistic uh, designs or ideas that they're looking to put on uh, t-shirts, either in a geeky capacity or a board game capacity, that's definitely something we would be interested in working with you on. That goes for people who have, um, you know, podcasts or, um, you know, video review channels, that kind of thing as well. And the website is geekygoodies.com. Yes, thank you. GeekyGoodies.com Facebook, it is uh, Facebook.com slash TheGeekyGoodies. We're on Twitter and uh, Instagram, I think as myself, I think on both of them, as the Chris Cormier. I, uh, we do uh, What Did You Play Mondays every Monday. Mm-hmm. We uh, encourage people to talk about what board games that they played during the previous week. Uh, we've been doing that. that we're actually, October is our sixth year that we've been doing What Did You Play Mondays. Nice. Okay, uh, I thought of another burning question. Any relation to Jay Cormier? Well, that's a good question. I do get that one asked a lot. Uh, no relation to Jay. I have met him uh, twice, played a game with him. think he's a wonderful guy, and uh, he could be the brother from another mother kind of thing. Thanks for clearing that up. Okay, well, this has been great. Thanks very much, Chris, for joining us. And uh, this has been a sort of abridged version of the interview. Uh, you'll be able to see the full interview in the upcoming book, board game entrepreneur which i will do a kickstarter for in 2021 so look out for that thank you thank you very much it's been a pleasure